We are at the end of Perek Dalit here in Shabbos Alekim. Bezer Hashem, we will complete the Perek tonight. We're on the tenth Madrega. We have seen so far, learned nine different levels of people's approaches to learning, from the extremely low level of not really believing in the truth of Torah not accepting the fact that we do mitzvahs, to higher levels of doing it for ulterior motives, l'shaloy l'shma, doing it for skarnay l'mazeh, doing it for personal reasons, and finally we get up to Madrega ha'asiris. Madrega ha'asiris, the ninth one we saw that even someone who does it perfectly, but he has to be careful about the pitfalls. Someone who's too great, so Gaiva can get to him. We have this week's parasha, parasha's Devorim, the Mesh Rabbeinu. Because he said that anything that's difficult for you, that you don't uh, have the answer to, and the Dayonim don't have the answer to, then you bring it to me. You can bring it to me. And that Kodesh says, you, you're comparing yourself to me? As if, if you don't have an answer, don't worry, I have all the answers. I can answer any difficulty that you may have. And that was considered a uh, somewhat of a semblance of compari- comparing himself, that Mesh Rabbeinu was comparing himself to Kaviyog, like when he was punished and he forgot a simple halacha of Yerush, of inheritance, that if you don't have any sons, it goes to the daughters. And this was the halacha Pnei Slavcha that we had at last week's parasha. So Gaiva is a very a slippery slope that a person who indeed is doing the right thing and doing great things may fall into that trap. The veracity of Torah is clear to them. And they know exactly what they have to do. We're here now. And all the reward we get in this world is just to enable us to get more reward in the next world, the ultimate reward. And they also arouse themselves and they're always cognizant not to slip, to always be watchful, not to be caught ignoring this idea, ignoring the fact that the Yetzar is always out to get us. And they see to it what they're obligated to Hashem. The real reason why we're obligated to serve Hashem, for all the goodness and the chesed that He does. And they also don't work shalalishma. They're not doing it for ulterior motives. They're not doing it for schar in this world or the next world. They do Hashem's Ratzin. They do Avet Hashem to make Hashem's name great, to exalt Hashem, and they do this with their full heart. They understand, they know the score. They understand what they hear for what they have to do. And this is the most exalted level of all of the levels of those who embark and engage in Torah. 
And indeed, this is the level that the prophets, the Hasidim, they reached, they attained. They gave themselves up to Hashem. The Korosui by Bris were ready to make a Bris with Akash Baruchu. I'm here just to do my side of the deal. Hashem has given us so much. Hashem gives us a tremendous amount of goodness, tremendous amount of chesed, and I'm here to repay whatever amount I could repay. It's an interesting expression here. The Mepharshim explained, like the song that we sing at Simchas Torah, that the Torah is the best Torah. It's the best merchandise. Torah is the best commodity we have. We should do business with it, meaning to say we should buy as much of it, have as much of it as we can have. And they're ready to give up everything for Hashem. And their children. And their possessions. And they are strong in their amun and their belief. They're ready to accept whatever Hashem sends their way. Gather for me real pious people. People who are ready to give up everything for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he ends the last paragraph here. This describes the motivation that a person has to serve Hashem through the lens from the vantage point of Teirah. So we've explained already the side of Torah which obligates us to serve Hashem. We've explained the different levels of the people engaging in Chochmah in the Sefer HaTorah, in the books of Torah. And various levels of those who believe in Hashem. Not everybody has the same level of Amunah. Not everybody has the same acceptance of doing the Torah. Could be there's a lot more levels than I'm mentioning here, says I've mentioned what you can find by most people. Most people will fit into one of these ten categories. Says the Chavis and by mentioning it, its benefit is clear to someone who's trying to find the right path. Because let's say a person sees, I went through these ten, I see I'm on level six. Yea, the other person should know. What is level number seven? If he knows there are these ten levels, he says, I'm on six, that's where I find myself. What should I do? Don't go for number 10. That's a mistake. Go for the next one next to it. Number 7. One rung at a time. As the Vilna says, if you try to jump up past to go to a higher level that you're ready for, you don't just go back to number 6. You plummet all the way down to the ground. So we have to go by Droga step by step. So says that's why he described it like this. To know where you're holding each person and then he should go another level up. What's missing between his level and the next level? The truth is, Rav Desla writes this in a place in Mikhtam Eliyahu, this idea that 
there are really always three areas we have to focus on. There are those mitzvahs and madregas levels that are way beyond us. Like the Vilna Gain used to calculate how many seconds or minutes was the Mavatal Torah this particular day. That's beyond us. Okay, To say, was I mechaven by every time I said Hashem's name, that's beyond us. Then there are things way beneath our battle, battlefield where we're struggling. Way beneath that, uh, that uh, get into my car and drive on Shabbos. It's not even an Nisayin. It's not even a challenge. So you have things beyond our reach and you have things that are below. We don't even have to have a struggle. And then there's the things in the middle. Certain things on Shabbos that a person is troubled with, with doing it or not doing it. Certain places where his eyes go. Certain places where his ears hear. Certain things that he says, should he say it, should he not say it. Yeah, he'll say it this time. And so on and so forth. Those are the areas of struggle. Says Rav Dessel, we have to do is get the things that are in the middle of the struggle, work on those, work on those, until they are beneath us. They're not even a challenge anymore. It may take years. And then take the things that are way beyond floating somewhere up there in their clouds and try to slowly bring them down that at least it should be a struggle. It's exactly the point Chavazavov is making over here as well. Again, like we said, it has to be level by level, step by step. You can't go too fast. You go too fast, you run up a ladder too fast, you fall down all the way. That's why the marshal is always about a ladder. The marshal is about steiging, about climbing. Why? Running, you could run very fast. But climbing has to be done in a good pace. If you climb too fast, you lose your balance. That's why it's such an apt marshal for all of Avaydas Hashem. By going through this list and knowing which Madrega person is at, with that he'll be able to go Madrega after Madrega to Mitzvah Shem Get to even the 10th level. A good Tanach, a good Shabbos.